On today's episode, we're bringing you a new series called the Fab Five, and our group will be discussing our favorite resorts across the Disney World property. Welcome back to In Between the Magic. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to In Between the Magic. Today, we are starting a new series called the In Between the Magic Fab Five. And what we're going to be doing with this series is we're going to go through different topics. And it's basically exactly what you think it's going to be. We're going to each pick our top five something. And we're going to go around and we're going to discuss what those are going to be. We might have some overlap knowing us who are pretty like-minded on things. So we might have some overlap, but hopefully there's some good discussion along the way. So today for our first one, we picked top five resorts. And going into it, we said that you don't necessarily have to have stayed at this resort because that does limit everybody outside of maybe maybe even Matt too. I'm not sure if he's only stayed at the DVZ, DVC spots, but yeah, okay. So don't have to have stayed there. You can take into account anything that you need, and you can tell us why Why is it ranked where it is. So we're going to start at number five, and I'll just let anybody who wants to jump in, jump in and tell us about their number five. I just thought of the uh, Disney Channel movie, Jump In. Jump In? Yeah, which you haven't seen. Because that was... I might have. I might have. I've seen enough of it. It's Kiki Palmer and Which? Corbin Blue. I don't know who... I know Which Corbin Blue. It was the jump rope one. That's a good um, one. I, I like the I things, Matt. It's on Disney Plus, so you can go see it. I vaguely remember that movie. Yes, it's good. Anyway. Anyway, anyway so, number five. Who's got a number five? I got a number five. Hit it. My number five is the Wilderness Lodge. Same. <laughs> All right. Um, I like it a lot. It was actually the first resort that my family and I had ever stayed at. Um, I like that it's close to the Magic Kingdom, uh, but you do have to take a boat as opposed to the monorail system, so that's kind of a downside. Um, the theming's cool. The Whispering Canyon restaurant's a lot of fun. I've been hearing um, a lot of good things about Whispering Canyon. It's on my list of things to go check out. It's funny. Um it's very, it's very loud, but in a good way. That's the one where they, uh, they like they dog on you, right? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things is when you ask for a bottle of ketchup, they go around the entire restaurant and get every single bottle of ketchup and bring it to your table. <laughs> That's a fun one. Um, but yeah, so Wilderness Lodge is my number five. And Kirsten's the same. Do you, yes. have any, you haven't stayed at Wilderness. I have not stayed at Wilderness. It's on our, our list of things to get to, I think, with the family in the near future. Hopefully. Yep. I won't speak too much about Wilderness, because Wilderness is on my list, but it's not at number five, so I'll save that for later. Anything you want to add about Wilderness being at number five? Nope. Okay, cool. Zach, what's your number five? Number five for me is Polynesian Villas. 
and that's the just villas themselves. just the villas, right? Okay. Yes, because uh, they're their own separate classification. Never stayed in them, uh, but they're extremely expensive, which is a big reason why I put them as number five, just because of the cost. But the view over the lake, like just when we've been there, I've always wanted to stay there. Uh, um, getting that view over the lake, you're easily next to the monorail plus the ferry that can uh, to get to Magic Kingdom. Uh, you can watch the fireworks shows and even the lake show itself. And then also I just like the Polynesian resort in that area in general. Uh, it's a nice centralized location between all the parks. And if you're willing to pay, pay for it, it's not, it'd be nice to have your own basically house cabin, like your own hot tub, have your own rooms. Like it, it'd just be a nice getaway. Also, you're right there for Ohana and Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's, yeah. Yes. I've been hearing good things about the other restaurants, too. People have talked about, because they've got Captain Cook's and Kona Cafe, um, all of which have been getting some pretty high marks as far as the food goes. I haven't eaten anywhere other than Ohana. I know that we we all tend to try to get there um, at least once a trip. It's got some good stuff for us. Kona is the one. It's not. It's like the the food court one is Captain Cook's, right? Food court with air quotes around it. I believe so. And then Kona is more of a, a sit down ish restaurant. Yeah, it's a more casual thing than Ohana. Yeah. So I mean, just just looking at that, you've got three restaurants in the hotel. Not to mention, I think it's got the Dole Whip. You can get Dole Whip at Polynesian. So if you didn't want to go to Magic Kingdom, you could get it there. And I've heard that they've got a Dole Whip margarita out by the pool. Yeah, that's the face that I made when I heard about that. So now that's something that I want to go check out for sure. Yeah. Um, Do they still have that kids club that's over there? There was a yes. thing was called the Neverland Kids Club. I think so, I yeah. don't think it's called the same thing because it's Lilo and Stitch themed now. Ah, it was Peter Pan back when I was forced to go there. <laughs> I think my parents went out to like um, probably like California Grill or something like that over in the Contemporary. Mm-hmm. And they shoved the three of us in the kids' daycare thing for the evening. Yeah. Huh. I won't talk too much more about Polly because it's also on my list, but not at number five. But my number five, so I, I go back and forth. I'm stuck between the boardwalk and... Um, Caribbean Beach. I know Boardwalk is the the higher tier hotel. I've heard that it it's not necessarily as you know it it sounds better than it actually is is what I've I've heard, but I've not stayed there, so I really don't know. It's always been on my list to stay at, and as far as the location goes, I love the Epcot Loop, just being able to walk over to Ep- International Gateway, I think is a huge plus for that one. Um, and then Caribbean Beach is just another one. We we made it over to Sebastian's for dinner, and that was the first time that we've been there. But now with it being on the Skyliner, it's, it's significantly heightened as to its worthiness of being on this list. Um, and it, it's kind of, it's a really nice moderate that usually gets the lowest price. So you can get a moderate, sometimes for the the cost of a value, which is kind of a nice thing to have too. So 
Um, if I just had to pick one, which I probably have to, I'm probably still going to go Boardwalk. For me, Boardwalk was almost on my list. It almost hit the number five spot. Um, I have like a negative association with it, though, because I was sick when we stayed there. I had like the stomach flu, so I haven't been back there since I was like eight or nine. Um, I liked it though. The pool area was really cool. It has a really cool water slide with that clown face opening at the end of it. That's did, really fun. Did the clown face terrify you at all? I don't recall it terrifying you, no. Some people say that it terrifies them, but it does look like one of the cooler pools because it's themed to that, that circusy carnival thing. So. Yeah. All right, I so can see why that was good. Yeah. There's our five. Let's bump it up to four. Mine is the boardwalk. Hey, there you go. So. Why? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just like all those reasons. It's right there. It's right next to Epcot. Um, you've got flying fish right there. Um, the pool area just looks real cool. And you've got the Skyliner. So. Yeah, have, having access to both the Skyliner and the back of Epcot, I think, is... You know, you're double dipping if you're on the boardwalk just to have that much access to transportation there. So, Zach, you had boardwalk. Kirsten had boardwalk for four. Matt, what do you got? Phasma also has boardwalk. My number four. Good job, Phasma. Uh, my number four is the Yacht and Beach Club, which is right Ooh. over there by the boardwalk. Um, it has a really cool pool area. All sand the bottom. The pool is all yeah. yeah. It's so cool. We get to stay um, there in April. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that'd be fun. I forget the name of the restaurants over there. Um, I remember getting ice cream there. You can get like the thing called the kitchen sink, where it's like oh, they give you beaches and cream, one of every flavor. And all of... Yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cape May's that right there. Really that's like the big seafood. The seafood buffet. buffet. Yep. You've you got the swamp or the. Putt putt courses just beyond the Swan and Dolphin. They're a pretty easy walk from the boardwalk area. Yep, and it's right off the boardwalk too, so you have all the amenities of the boardwalk hotel right over there as well, and you can walk to Epcot really easy. Yeah, they so. have all that ESPN World, dueling piano bar, all the stuff on the other side of the lake from the boardwalk. They also mm-hmm. have the Yachtsman Steakhouse in there too. So I've been two restaurants there. that, and that's one of those. That's like their top tier steakhouse. It it kind of goes back and forth between that one, and I think La Cellier. They they fight back and forth for who's the best steakhouse on property. Um, I got to take my parents there for Christmas a couple of years ago, and it's it's definitely a signature tiered steakhouse for sure. So good to know. Um, it I think it's worth it. I it's I mean it was good steak. Um, uh, I'm my dad and I both made the comment we couldn't necessarily tell the difference between the $75 steak that we got and a $12 steak from Texas Roadhouse but that you know that's just us it it could be very apparent to other it was a very good steak there's no denying that but to us it wasn't like I can clearly tell this is a $75 steak sure for the chef right. types you could tell yeah for the chef that's types a- you might that's a two meal one, right? Yeah, that's a two ticket. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my number three was Yacht and Beach Club. We stayed at Beach Club, and I I really like staying there for all those same reasons. So, I'll I'll do my number four, and then we can jump to three, because that's how numbers go. You're welcome, Matt. 
Um, my number four was art of animation. This has become our go-to if we're if money is involved, which is almost all the time, uh, because you know all these other places we don't have necessarily the money to stay at them for long periods of time where we, we can make art work pretty well. Um, and so, again, with the location, you've got the Skyliner right there. The I think Zach, you brought it up. This used to be a moderate hotel, and so you're you're getting a moderate hotel at a value price again. And the the theming is really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of families and stuff that go there, but the the food court is easily the best value food court of any of the hotels. Uh, and then just the overall theme, it's one of the only Disney themed hotels, you know, everything else has a cool theme, but you're not really walking past a life-size Timon and Pumbaa or, you know, in any of those Disney type things. So it's, it's really the only Disney hotel. Um, then jumping up to three, I said Yacht and Beach Club, so I'm going to stop talking about that one. Who's got another number three? I had Caribbean Beach. Mmm. Just because the Skyliner's okay. right there. You've got Sebastian's right there, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it looks fun. We haven't stayed. It's really spread out. Like it's, it's It huge. doesn't feel like you're super bunched up together to the people next to you. The campus itself was gigantic when we walked over there, yeah. I have Animal Kingdom Lodge as my number three. Partly because I have a soft spot for Animal Kingdom. Hashtag more than a half day park. Um, But the lodge itself, just the theming on the inside, and I'm also kind of part and partial to more that like mountain style cabin or lodge just aesthetic. Like I I like that stuff just naturally. Um, But that's kind of their theming and the inside amount of animal kingdom lodge is really cool. Like just walking through the middle concourse, like middle section of the hotel, but, um, close to transportation options aren't as good, but it's still up there. Just part of the aesthetic appeal and the theming with it. Transportation is always a bummer over there. Cause all you have is the bus. And right. I mean, and that's, and that's probably why it's not on my list at all. Yeah, and I, I would agree. The, if you just looked at it from a theming standpoint, I think it, it is one of the highest themed hotels, especially with the savanna and the animals being out there. Mm-hmm. But if you th- and it, if you think of the food too, you've got Boma and Sanaa. I know Kirsten doesn't like Sanaa, but I think you would like Boma. Um, but like those are great. But then yeah, the bus. Like we we went over to Sanaa on our last trip. And we waited 20-some minutes for the bus. Yeah. And, we, you know, we were we were going to Animal Kingdom. So we were literally going, you know, a mile and a half down the road. And it took almost 20 minutes to get on a bus and get back to the park. So. Yeah. And that's where I kind of have to wait. Because I was, I was debating between four and three for Animal Kingdom Lodge. And mm-hmm. that's the big drawback is the transportation aspect. But. Yeah, Matt, what do you got? My number three is the Polynesian. 
the theme we talked about that there. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we didn't touch on with the poly yet, though, is um, the pool area. Mm-hmm. Um, we would we would pool hop there like almost every trip and go to the Polynesian. Um, so I, I hung out there quite a bit as a kid. It was a lot of fun. Um, I stayed there, I think, once, and it was really cool. I love that it's so close to the Magic Kingdom on the monorail loop. Um, the theming is also obviously great with the whole Hawaiian theme. Um, what else about it? I think we've touched on most of that already, but I, I love I, the Bali. I wish you could still pool hop. I know that they've cracked down on that with the Magic Band entry and mm-hmm. things like that because... Yep. It if I could, you know, on some of these days where we have we're not in the parks or whatever, especially if it's hot, I I could easily mm-hmm. go to the poly, get a Dole Whip margarita, jump over to Yacht and Beach Club and enjoy that pool, and then even mm-hmm. hit a couple more just to get all those fun different pools at once. So yeah, that would be that would be yeah. a lot of fun. Okay. Number two. Who's doing it? Uh, my Well, my number two's already been said, so I guess I'll just go first and knock it out. But uh, Caribbean Beach would, was my number two, partly because of the new skyline that they added in next to Caribbean Beach. And then I've never stayed there, but just how spread out it is, I've always wanted to be there because I'm not a huge person that loves being next to a bunch of people. So just with the space and how spread out and more isolated i guess it is but now with that new transportation option like that's what makes it high on my list Mm -hmm. mine was art of animation for similar reasons um also just because money will always be a factor in (laughs) trip planning so my my number one spot is reserved for like one day maybe but then my two is kind of a logistical yeah that's more likely Mm -hmm. Um, it also has the largest resort pool at Disney World, and I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, a saltwater pool, too. Yeah, it's a yeah. saltwater pool, and it's the largest pool um, at, in a Walt Disney World resort, which is neat. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Fun fact. They, the more you know. They pump the music under the water, too. Yeah, so you can hear, when you go under the water, you yeah. can hear the music, which is neat. Um, there's also lots of fun things to do on the Play Disney app, mm-hmm. having to do with like all the characters there, which is neat. And that's a relatively newer yeah. app that's come out. Yeah, like at the so when you wait to get checked in and stuff, there's a bunch of sketch type things you can do on the app, which is pretty neat. Um, you can go up to some of the sketches that are on the walls there and uh, learn how to draw those things mm-hmm. or try to capture all of them, which is pretty neat. That whole app altogether was a nice addition. It it doesn't run like MDX does, so it's not buggy and awful. It's actually enjoyable to do. I know that they've come out with a lot of like specialty pins that you can get, but only if you have this award from the app. So yeah, the Disney play pins. It's, yeah. it's nice that they've extended that to the hotels too. That was cool. All right. My number two is animal kingdom lodge. I know we talked a little bit about that already. Um, for me, I love the Savannah stuff. Um, when I went last with my family, we had a Savannah view room, which was really cool. Getting to wake up and like seeing all the animals outside was the best. I loved it so much. Um, also, my favorite restaurant, Sanaa, is 
at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So that's definitely a big pull for me. Yes, I know Kirsten doesn't like it. That's okay. Um, what else? Transportation is a bit of an issue, especially if you are in the villas, because there's actually like a second bus stop that you take after you stop at the main lodge. You have to keep staying on the bus and go to the back of the hotel. So as an extra few minutes, which is kind of annoying. Um, for me, it's worth it though, just because like in most resorts, you're waiting for transportation anyway. So I would rather have a really cool resort experience and wait a little bit for a bus. But that's just me. True. And you've told us the stories that when you were there, you've got a memory of you and your dad at Sanaa and then you drinking coffee on the balcony looking at the animals. Is that right? Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to remember the exact memory that you were talking about that I told you. Now that I put you on the spot. That's okay. Um, I'm not recalling the exact story that you bring it up. Um, but I would like to hang out there like in the mornings with my family and just watch the giraffes and stuff before we went to the parks. We get up a little bit earlier than usual to have some time to do that, which was a pretty cool, cool time. I think that that comes into play too. If you're, if you're a morning or an early riser at any of these mm-hmm. resorts to go get a cup of coffee and then just be, this is what I would do. Cause she sleeps in. You know, I'd go get a cup of coffee when I would wake up and then just walk around the resort. And I could only imagine just walking around any of these deluxe resorts, especially that one, if you can just look out at the savannah and see all kinds of animals eating food and things like that. That's got to be pretty cool. That's why awesome. it's on my list, too. Huh? That's why it's on my list, too. Yeah, I and I think a lot of people don't think about that. I know that Ethan is always about, you know you're at the resort to sleep and that's about it. So for him, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but usually I get the feeling that he's, let's save some money. Let's just get a bed, go to sleep, get up and then do more stuff around the property. So, but yeah, if you've got that time, to, definitely a, huh? That's definitely a way to go. Too. Oh yeah. But as yeah. He's been to Disney a few times. Like we don't mind taking a little bit of time in the morning to kind of get out the door and not like rush. Yeah, if it's not your first trip or your your only trip that you're ever going to do, taking a little time to explore the resorts, I think, is a huge thing, a huge positive thing to do. There's Um, always hidden stuff that you can find. Exactly. And it's every resort. Yeah. Yeah. The in-depthness that Disney goes with just their authenticity of every place is amazing. So slowing down a little bit and really taking in each place that you go to even in the parks or resorts is always that's always nice yeah Yeah, i guess just your mentality i can understand ethan's mentality because i'm like that when i travel sometimes where a hotel is just asleep but if i know the hotel is part of the trip itself then i'll shell out and do it yeah then i'll I'll be willing to pay for the hotel too so my number two is wilderness lodge we've talked about that one that was i think I'm pretty sure that was the first place that my family stayed and I, I have memories of that. And you know, that was almost 15, 20 some years ago now that we went there and I've still got a couple of memories of that. So just the, the grandness of the size of everything and the fact that it, it is right there by the magic kingdom, but 
Zach, like you were saying, wanting to be off on your own area, you're not on the the loop for the monorail. You're just kind of off on your own, so you don't feel that hustle and bustle of the monorail coming through all the time and people going through your resort. Um, yeah. And of all random memories, I remember getting chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream with a babysitter when my parents went out on a date night when we stayed there because it was when we were young. So of all the random things to remember, that's one that I have there, which is crazy. Um, Okay. I I do have a question because it's been the first time I ever was at Disney was, I think I was six. Uh, Is does the wilderness lodge have like a pool with palm trees in the back. It's the one that's right next to the geyser. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember because I remember it like, when we went, one, the water was cold. I remember that. But there was, like, water coming out of a palm tree or a tree or some structure that they had, like, next to the pool. And then I vividly remember falling in a hot tub, too. That was me and my klutzy six-year-old self. But I don't remember what where we stayed at as a family. Like, I can't remember what hotel it was. That might be I don't remember. I don't think there's any palm trees at that one. Then that could just be the painted picture that my mind filled in. I, I like, I, I remember a tree type thing. I don't know if it was a palm tree or not, mm-hmm. but now, now I'm curious. Now I gotta go like. f- find what that pool is and we'll, they have waterfalls. They do have waterfalls. So it might be, there just might not be a palm it tree involved. Oh, yeah. Got, like, I just, uh, I, I remember like rock slide water slide, which is kind of cool. Maybe that's it. Um, that water slide's really cool. Yeah. I'd say that could be it. It looks real fancy. Since you were six, um, could you have been at the River Country Water Park? Because that was like one of the last years. Oh, that could have been it too. Till they got great speeding. Similarly. Yeah, I, I don't. I, that's the thing, I don't remember where we stayed or the name of it. Um, but I remember, yeah, like going to the pool and we'd always like we'd travel into Disney World and it wasn't on the monorail loop. I remember that specifically because I remember like going into Disney and I love trains as a kid. So, of course, seeing the monorail, that was a highlight. But yeah, it was I, I can't remember for the life of me where we stayed. Huh. Now we're going to figure it. It's like our investigative team. We're going to figure it out and report back. <laughs> map, map up all the, yeah, all the right. locations. Okay, here it is. Number ones. Polynesian. I've also got Polynesian. Yeah, Polynesian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one out. Contemporary. Okay. Why? Really? So, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you talk yeah. first. Matt, why the contemporary? Well, specifically for me, it's the, the Bay Lake Towers, which is the, like the DVC addition to the contemporary. Um, I love the theming of that. It goes really well with like my sense of style i really like being in there um being so close to magic kingdom is a huge plus um i think that's the biggest thing for me is the fact that it's on the monorail loop to magic kingdom um you can also look out and see the fireworks and stuff if you get like a lake view room they even pipe the music onto your balcony in your room which is pretty awesome um cool yeah what else I don't know. Chef Mickey's is there. That's a cool little restaurant. I love Chef Mickey's. Matt's just over here rubbing it in our faces that none of us have been to stay at this place. (laughs) I've only stayed like, I think it was once. 
It is really cool. Well, that's once more than us, sir. Um, I, I'm curious about the contemporary. It, I like the history of it, and I, mm-hmm. I like the you know the A-frame concept and them loading the pieces into it. I've not necessarily seen the inside of a room in either Bay right. Lake Tower or the contemporary itself. Um, obviously, been in the lobby of it, and so it's on my short list of places to stay, but. Until I do, I don't know how much I would actually, like, where where would it fall on this list if I've if I've ever stayed there? I'm curious to see if it would right. change once I've actually been there. And I know that I es- like it a lot. especially with California Grill being on another short list of food places to get to, um, mm-hmm. you know, access access to food and transportation. That's that one's got it covered for sure. And fun fact, the contemporary is where Nixon held his I'm not a crook speech. Mm-hmm. It's also where the Beatles broke up. I only know both of those things because of Legends of Tomorrow. That's correct. <laughs> Thanks, Yoko Ono. Appreciate it. Okay, so we got three polys and a contemporary. Yes. I think we've talked about the poly enough. We we, we know that we're poly people. All, all, all the same reasons... Uh, like Trader Sam's is one that is a big draw just, just because... to be able to stumble back to your room yeah. after a couple of O's. Exactly. <laughs> Not having to worry about transportation after closing down Trader Sam's. Mm-hmm. That's the that's one of the key th- but then yeah, just the resort the actual resort itself and location plus the amenities and stuff around it, like it's it's extremely convenient. Yeah. I'm surprised Grand Floridian never came up. Nope. I I do like that one. I know Ryan and Kirsten are not as big of the fans, but I kind of like that Victorian. It like, smells late eighteen, like early nineteen. Old people. That's that's yeah. <laughs> like that us. is. I'm sorry, but every resort has a signature scent, and Grand Floridians is old people. I love yeah, old people, but I don't want to smell it the entire time I'm there. All right. There yeah. Floridian, I go back and forth with it because I do like it, like architecturally and just the style. Like I like that type of Victorian turn of the century, eighteen nineteen hundreds, uh, just style. And so I, I kind of go back and forth. At least wanting to say there once, but Kristen's right; it has a signature scent that is. <laughs> it's also real bougie. Yeah, it's, it's, and yeah. we are not real bougie we, people. We are not bougie <laughs> people. Definitely one of those like very rich old people like go to vacation and it's not there, there's a different energy there yes it, I, I think about because we know two people not personally one we know personally and one we know from somebody like the people who go to stay there one of them is a lobbyist in washington dc which is well above My our pay grade, pay grade. <laughs> the other one i think is your grandparents they they've stayed there before right no no? No. I thought they did. No. They know somebody that stays there? No. Never mind. Okay. So the one that I know is a lobbyist from D.C., so that that kind of sets the bar as to the money that you need to have to stay there. Um, yeah, it's not... It's. I mean, it's comparable to Polynesian and Contemporary, but... Yeah, but I, I still feel like... It's even more. I feel like the Polynesian and the Contemporary, we could make a trip work at those. Like, we could do a two- or three-day getaway 
at one of those Damn five people in the room and yeah and get away with it not too bad but anytime i think about what the cost is for the grand floridian it's just i might as well just be staying by myself in art of animation yeah <laughs> yeah i haven't looked at prices for grand floridian ever i don't honestly know i just know those three on the monorail loop typically are your highest prices and it you know, kind of compete with each other nuts that's also where they do all of the disney fairytale weddings yeah. if they're not in the parks so yeah high dollar yep 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 oh yeah. um nicole nicole stayed in mm-hmm. her co-worker stayed there and got married at the uh she got married at the grand at the in grand, one of yeah. like the little mm-hmm. wedding Ooh. pavilions yeah. yeah dang so if we look at the list i think we hit all of the monorail loop at least one of can us I has. Add, I, yes thinking of places to say can i add one more an honorable mention yes the you Cinderella may suite in the castle Good luck ever staying there. I know. That's a complete pipe dream. It will never happen, but it would be cool. I just want to like go inside the castle. Yeah. That really would be my only motivation. Even if I even don't stay there? stay there? I don't even care. I just want to visit. I just want to go see. See what's in there. See what yeah. it's like. You can watch a video on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we, we covered the monorail loop, including Wilderness Lodge. Uh-huh. We have... Almost every, I think we have everything over on the Epcot Boardwalk Loop, and then our three extras were Port. Caribbean Beach, Art of <laughs> Art of Animation, and Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Animal. Animal Kingdom. So basically, it's Monorail, Skyliner, and then Animal Kingdom. Or Deluxe, <laughs> just like Deluxe or on the Skyliner. Deluxe, yes. <laughs> I'd say we did a pretty good job summing up everything about all of those areas that we enjoy. We did have kind of a fun exit for everyone talking about would we'd rather this or that, but it did get cut off by our recording program. So we're going to save that for another episode. So you have to come back and check that out. Just a reminder to check us out on all of our socials. We've got two Instagram accounts. One is for Kirsten's shop products. You can just find us over there at in between the magic and then the blog is at IBTM underscore blog. The blog itself is on Weebly. It's www.inbetweenthemagic.weebly.com. And then Kirsten Shop is on Etsy. You can just search In Between the Magic there for all of her goodies. We appreciate the support that you guys give us. Uh, likes and comments and subscriptions and things like that go a long way. So, We appreciate you stopping by. Hopefully next time we'll have the recording situation figured out so you can hear all of our antics all the way up to the end. So have a good one, everybody, and we'll see you real soon.